Hello everyone and very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland. As usual, beaming out to you from on the sand next to the waves at Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia. Joined with me today, I should say, uh, not joined with me, but joining me, <laughs> is we're not Siamese twins, is Peter Sandin. Peter, very warm welcome, sir. Hi, glad to be here. Yeah. On the other side of the planet, though. And you're looking very green there. I'm very envious of your office. It's got my brain whirring, just such a beautiful green environment. Tell everyone where you're hanging out, Peter. I'm in Finland, Helsinki, Finland. Finland. How's the weather in Finland in, at the end of May? Mostly quite nice. Today it's rainy, but mostly it's been really amazing weather, actually. Fantastic. So coming into summer, or we're just heading into yeah. winter. So we'll better get off the climate, I suppose, and geography and, and to the subject of this interview. But before I announce the title, which I think everyone's going to find very, very interesting, because it cuts to the really is the heart and soul of all marketing. Let me share with you Peter's bio. He works with a wide range of businesses and unusually what I discovered is that a very large portion of his clients are actually other marketing experts. And Peter and I have the privilege of being in the same joint venture marketing masterminds group. Well, that's what I call it, JVWM. And I know of a number of expert marketers who have gone to Peter for advice, which is not unusual because a, a, a significant portion of his clients are actually other marketers. And they go to Peter for the same reason that I wanted to interview Peter, which is to, is to improve their marketing message and make their marketing message more effective. So in that way, he's very much the marketer's marketer. So I'm going to be all ears, Peter. Our, our subject is how to find the exact words that make people buy. We're going to, folks, we're going to, you're going to discover how to do that in just seven minutes. And our seven minutes starts now. Peter, question number one, who is your ideal client? It's business owners who are still responsible primarily for their own marketing and they realize already that their marketing message is inconsistent or ineffective or a little ambiguous. And often also the other thing I help them with is if their marketing overall is just pieces of marketing instead of a very clear system or a funnel or something where everything actually fits together. Great, thank you. Question number two, six and a half minutes left. Can you describe a bit more fully the problem you solve for them? Well, there's two primary ones. The, the well, primary one is that they don't really know what they're supposed to say with their marketing, which means they're doing marketing takes a lot of time because they always need to figure out, well, what do I say? What, I'm, what am I trying to make people Perfect. see here? And even if I have an idea of what they should see, I still have no idea how to make them see it or what aspect of it they should see or how they would understand the value of it. Because me, as the product creator or service provider, I can see the amazing value of what I sell, but what is it that makes the other person really get it? And the other problem that people really experience is super inconsistent results. Hmm. They might do tons and tons of marketing and sales might or might not <laughs> come in here and there, but it's usually impossible or at least very difficult to see what created it and even if they can see what created those sales they can't replicate the results by doing more of the same thing so having this inconsistency around basically everything in marketing is the big picture problem that i saw so it sounds like you you get the message right first and foremost and then you're aligning yeah. everything so it's streamlined and consistent is that, yeah so first get very clear on what you're trying to say with marketing and then I guess you can call it like marketing essentialism. What are really the parts of marketing that create results? Why? How? Do more of those, drop everything else, make things actually work together. Marketing essentialism. I love that. That sounds like the name of your next book. 
So question number three, just under five minutes left. <laughs> Better grab it before I do. Just under five minutes left. What are some of the typical symptoms that your ideal clients experience before they find you? Well, really, I think the, the obvious ones are the ones I already said that like they marketing takes a lot of time and it's it leads to very inconsistent results because it's impossible to analyze. And if you can't analyze something clearly, then you can't you can only blindly try things and hope that you eventually strike gold. But in a puzzle as complex as marketing, it's just really unlikely that you happen to get the right pieces in place by chance. Like that almost never happens. Right. And trying more and more tactics, which is the usual solution, because it, it looks like, well, the previous tactics haven't worked, so we need to try something else. That That's basically a logical thought. And then there's dozens of our colleagues selling some sort of a training on the latest tactics, saying yeah. that like, hey, all these people got great results with this, so go try this. And then people try it, and it doesn't create results, and they don't see why. And the problem was that it, it wasn't the right piece into their puzzle, or they didn't really have the full puzzle. So there wasn't any one piece that was missing, and no one really helped them see the whole big picture. And really the symptom is people being a little overwhelmed and confused as to like, why don't I get results, even though I'm following the like advice, I'm doing the right things, and I'm doing them the correct way. Right. So they don't have clarity over what this, what the problem is. They don't have clarity of what the solution is. And so when you say yeah. they try other more tactics instead of going back to perhaps the foundation or the strategy. Even more common option is that they try LinkedIn and they don't even copy the same message. They just say something different on LinkedIn because Actually. noticing that what you're saying with marketing and even the exact way you're saying it is really what makes people want to buy or not. It's not very like it's not intuitive. Very few people ever actually notice it and really consciously think through what exactly they're supposed to say with it. So majority of the tactics that failed before might work just fine if you got the message really, really right. Yep. And also the like rest of the puzzle uh, behind it. Perfect. To work. Thank you. I, I better stop distracting you because I've only got two minutes and twenty seconds left, and we're up to question number four. So question number four is: What are some of the common mistakes that people make? We've probably covered a couple of them. Uh, trying to fix this problem of the message not getting cut through, people not buying before they get to you. I think the obvious one is they just try to do more. They don't really stop and look at what's the foundation, what's the core, why, what is the underlying problem, why everything is not working as well as it could. They try to talk more about features. They try to just list out more benefits. They try mm -hmm. to compare themselves to other options. They lower prices, create new products, create new offers. They, they just try things without really thinking through why something would work. I think that's the common common thread between the mistakes. Thank you. Question number five, one valuable free action that an audience listener could take that's going to help them with this problem. Write down just one or two, at most three different things that people get from you. If they buy your thing and they actually implement it, what are they what do they get? And specifically write it as they would say it to a friend. Like once they got the result, what would they say when they're really excited about it? What would they tell their friends or, or family members? Hey, we got this thing. Or what would they say to your colleague? Like, you won't believe this result we got. How would they talk about it? And what would they talk about? Fascinating. So, and, and put it in the words that they would use. Very interesting. Exactly. So let's give folks one valuable free resource that, that's going to help them a bit further. And I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit on this because I know the link. It's Peter Sandin. That's Peter, P-E-T-E-R, Sandin, S-A-N for Nigel, D-E-E-N.com forward slash value. Folks, go there and you'll get even more help with crafting a marketing message that will get cut through and have people buy. 
Peter, question number seven, and we've got 32 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you, but I didn't? Why is it so hard to figure out what to say in marketing so that people see the value? And the 15 second answer is that you, by default, see it from a different perspective than the perspective you're talking to. And if you don't see it from their perspective, nothing will work. Like only their perspective will affect their decision. So that's the difficulty in 15 seconds. Perfect. Peter Sandin, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.